0: Family closeness is proven to offer emotional support, reduce stress, and enhance mental health, while also providing a strong sense of belonging, identity, and resilience for both parents and children. Additionally, family closeness fosters effective communication, conflict resolution skills, and better physical health, contributing to overall well-being and more happy family members. I mean, we all intuitively know these things, right? And we all want them. But what can we do to really cultivate this closeness? Today, I'm going to be sharing with you so many unique family tradition ideas, some of which you may have heard of, but I'm thinking a lot of them maybe you haven't implemented before. So I am excited to share with you this list of traditions that will create lasting memories and really strengthen the bonds in your family. So let's jump right in. Hey there, mama, and welcome to the Organized Mom Photographer Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and this show is for all you mom photographers out there on a mission to enjoy motherhood while building a thriving photography business you love. I'm a productivity and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and a homeschooling mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists, late-night editing sessions, and the endless messes that we'll one day miss, strewn across the floor. Join me every week as we dive into the strategies and mindset shifts you'll need to prioritize, organize, and streamline your life and your business. Gone are the days of sitting on the sidelines, overwhelmed by the challenges that come your way. It's time to take serious action. Confidently step into the role as the CEO and embrace hard things for the sake of growth. Mama, if you're ready to stop feeling like you have to choose between being a present mama or a successful business owner and finally feel equipped to do both well, then you're in the right place. Hey there, Mama. Welcome back to the show. Today's episode is going to be so much fun, and I cannot wait to get started and to really dive in to these unique family tradition ideas. I did a little bit of research here, and I also pulled some of my family traditions and things that I have been wanting to implement, some that I have done in the past that I really want to kind of dive back into and, you know, remake part of our family dynamic. But I hope that you are going to find a few ideas. I hope that you actually take action on these and put them into practice with your family. But before we dive into these ideas, I want to take a moment to say, hey, Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am so excited to be here with you and have this conversation with you. In case you don't know who I am, my name is Ashley Freehan, and I am the founder here at The Purpose Gathering. And my mission is to help mom photographers find peace and passion and breathe life back into their business and feel like they can conquer overwhelm um, with organization. So I'm so excited that you are here. Um, I have this podcast, that I put out new episodes for every single week. So you can always expect to come here and get real raw truth from me. I'm gonna give it to you straight. I'm going to not sugarcoat anything. Um, I am gonna give some tough love, but I always do it with the intention of, I want more for you. And I want you to feel in control of your life, right? I want you to feel... This sense of power and the sense of confidence. And so that is what I am here for. And so at the beginning of each episode, I like to give you a question, something to kind of ponder and think about as we go through the episode. And I would love for you to take a moment and answer this question over on Voxer. It is a completely free voice messaging and text messaging app. And I would love to start a conversation with you about today's episode. So the question is, what is the biggest thing holding you back when it comes to implementing family traditions? Maybe it's just you have a hard time coming up with ideas Or maybe you have a hard time remembering to implement them. Like you have the ideas, you kind of are like, this must be, this would be really nice, but you just have a hard time actually putting them into action. Or maybe you're struggling to get some buy-in from your family. Like maybe your family is just like, ah, family traditions. Like those are lame. Who knows which one of these camps you're in, or maybe there's something totally different. So I would love to start this conversation with you and really chat about traditions and cultivating closeness in your family. Because I truly believe that as a mom and as a photographer, it's really vital that we are helping our family understand what it means to be a family. We live in such a hurried society where it's almost a badge of honor to be busy, right? And I really want to kind of pull back the curtain and encourage you to slow down and enjoy the moments with your family and create this family dynamic in which your kids feel safe. They feel seen, they feel valued, they feel heard, and they feel loved. And, you know, we can say I love you to our kids a hundred times, but do they actually feel loved? And these family traditions are going to be what your kids remember when they look back on their childhood. And so I just can't wait to dive into today's episode. So I have a few ideas. Some of them sprinkled in here are going to be like holiday related because Christmas is coming up in a few days. And so I thought this would be a perfect episode to air right before Christmas. However, you can use these any time of the year. So I have some that are holiday related and some that are not. So hopefully you can grab a few of these ideas and implement them this year. Okay, so my first idea is Sweet Saturday. This is something that my sister came up with and we started implementing before either of us had kids. So this was 12 plus years ago. And essentially what we do is we get together with our mom and Sweet Saturday is a time for us to bake cookies or make fudge or some kind of dessert sweet that we like to make. And we've been doing this for so long. And my daughter and my son look forward to it now. And my sister's son is two. And so this year, I think is going to be the year that he really understands it because last year, he really didn't really didn't know what was going on. But I feel like this is just one of those traditions that is very sweet. Okay, next is monthly family breakfasts. And If you have family that lives local to you, this is what I mean by monthly family breakfast. Because obviously you're like, oh, we eat breakfast as a family, you know, most days or daily. Well, I'm talking about doing a monthly family breakfast with the people that live outside of your family. So if your parents live nearby or your siblings, and if your family doesn't live nearby, can you do this with some of your close friends and do a monthly breakfast? You can do potluck style or, you know, You can just do pancakes. I mean, you can keep it super simple or make it more elaborate if you want to. But I think that creating these traditions, like meeting with our family and our close friends on a regular monthly basis, is so important for closeness. Okay, my next idea here is a family yearbook. And I did this last year with my kids and it was partially with my kids and partially by myself, and so I, this year, want to make it more of a family affair and not just a me thing, but my kids helped me go through all of my photos and heart the ones that we wanted to put in our family yearbook, and we made this album on Shutterfly. Now, I know that there are other albums that we could have used, right? I'm a photographer, I have access to all these incredible album companies, but i I have used Shutterfly for personal albums and they have a album that has thicker pages and you can do like the lay flat and get the matte pages. And that's the one that I love and use. And they always are having major discounts. And so it actually ends up being um, slightly cheaper going through Shutterfly than some of my other companies. So that's why I choose to use that. But essentially what we did, because... I really want to create this, you know, beautiful yearbook with tons of captions and like remembering what we did. And I just knew that if I gave myself, if I put too much pressure on it, I wouldn't do that. So what I did was I just put pictures in it and I kind of organized it by month. So, you know, Right at the beginning of the year, I just went through my photos and um, Shutterfly has a way that you can connect your phone to Shutterfly and you can import all your photos. Um, So I just imported my like favorite selection of photos in there. And then I was able to see like, because it was already sorted by date, I could uh, like see these ones were at the beginning of the year in January and then February and so forth. So we put together this family yearbook and I love it. I look back at it all the time. And I'm like, this is so fun. So we're definitely going to be making one for this year. But what I did was I got one of the memory pockets. So there's a clear envelope that you can um, upgrade to that goes in the back of your album. And essentially what I want to do is I want to go back through the album and I want to type some notes, like little captions, kind of like um, what I would have put in the book, but it doesn't have to be perfect, right? So just like little notes. Um, Like, for example, there was a photo where my daughter was laying on her bed, and she was totally passed out in the middle of the day with her clothes on. And I know exactly what that photo was from. But in 10 or 15 years from now, I'm probably going to forget what that was and just be like, oh, that's a cute picture. But basically what it was is it was a photo from her as she got home from an all-nighter that she had at our church. And so it was just a fun memory. But I'm going to forget about that. So I want to put notes and have little captions in there and then be able to kind of put that in that sleeve and look back at it um, in the future. Okay, my next idea is a time capsule. So I've never done this before, but I think it would be so fun. And since we're nearing the end of the year, it would be really fun to write a letter to your future self and have your kiddos do the same thing and have them write maybe like what they hope the year will look like. Um, anything that they have that they're looking forward to in the year, maybe a reflection on the past year and what their favorite parts were, like what was some of their best memories and seal the letters and put them in a safe place and refer back to that next year. So if you're listening to this after the fact and Christmas or the holidays are not coming up for you, you could just do this at any time, right? And have this time capsule. Okay, the next idea is a family talent show. So I think it would be so fun to host a talent show. It could be any day of the week. It would be really fun for this holiday season as well. And each family member can showcase their talents. So maybe singing, dancing, playing an instrument, performing a holiday skit, or something like that. And I think it would be really fun for the parents to do this too. So not just having the kids share their talents, but also making it a fun family event. And maybe you do, you know, a poetry reading, or maybe you do, I don't know, something silly with the kids. Like, How can we go back to our childhood roots and... Be fun and childlike with our kids. I think so often we just get into this mindset of being an adult and we're like, oh, yeah, that's a little bit too much work for me to have to like think of something to do. And it's like, our kids are going to remember us getting up and performing. Our kids are going to remember us being kids like they are. And so I really, really just encourage you to kind of lean into that more childlike, atmosphere. Okay, the next idea is a holiday storybook countdown. Now, again, you can you can um, alter this and do it anytime. Um, but essentially what it is, is you are counting down the days to something special. So for this example, let's say you're counting down the days for Christmas. And so you wrap and you label a collection of books. So it could be like holiday themed books, it could just be, you know, new books in general, um, they don't all have to be brand new books, but just new to your family. So maybe you go to a thrift store, or you know, a secondhand bookstore, and you get some new books, and you wrap them up. And you basically would put like, Um, you know, a number 12. Let's say you're going to do 12 days counting down to Christmas and the kids get to open the book each night and you read it together as a family before bedtime. Like, I just think that would be so much fun. Next, you could have a party to celebrate your family. And what I mean by this is I think it would be so fun to have a Celebration, you could pick the day, but I think it would be really fun to pick your anniversary day. So, the day that you and your spouse were married and have and do like your half anniversary, if that makes sense. So, for example, our anniversary is January 1st. So, our half anniversary would be July 1st. So creating a day to celebrate our family. So it's almost like our family's birthday, so to speak, you know, like, I just think that would be so fun and celebrate it as a family and make it a big deal. Put streamers up, get balloons, decorate the house. This is your family's birthday. I just think that would be so fun. I haven't done this before, but I kind of had this idea because I saw on Facebook that one of my friends had posted that she was celebrating her half birthday. And I was like, that's so interesting. And she's like, yeah, my friends and I decided that we're going to celebrate our birthdays and our half birthdays every single year, because then we get to see each other more often. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is such a genius idea. And when we had our family pictures taken the other day, I kept telling our family, my family, I was like, guys, we're celebrating our family. Like, I want these photos to remember how blessed we are to have each other as a family. And that just kind of like spurred this idea of it would be so fun to have a family birthday, right? Like just, I'm not going to share my family birthday with my anniversary. So that's why I was like, let's do my half anniversary. (laughs) Um, Okay. So the next idea is to do a dress up dinner party. Okay. I think this would be so fun. So Essentially, you host a themed dinner party where your family members dress up according to a, let's say, specific era, a movie, a fictional character. Um, it's just a fun way to combine creativity and like just have a reason to do something different and do something fun. So last Christmas, we were invited to a Christmas party with our small group and... My friend, who was the host, asked everyone to come dressed as a famous Christmas couple. And I just thought it was so fun. And it just made the our get-together, our time together, so much more interesting. We voted on our costumes. It was a blast. My husband and I came as a reindeer and a ran-over grandma. Okay? It was hilarious. And so I just think it is so fun to be able to do this with our family. So maybe you do this a couple of times a year. Whatever you and your family decide, I think it's going to be so much fun. Okay, next is a annual camp out in your backyard. So we all know that camping is fun, but it's also a ton of work. But what if you set up a tent in your backyard and you went camping in your backyard? Like how fun would that be? Do that When it's nice outside and you can have a fire and you can toast marshmallows and you can pretend that you're out in the middle of the woods, but you still have the convenience of food in the kitchen and running water and bathrooms. Okay. I think that would be so fun. On this note, too, about like sleeping together, I'm thinking a family sleepover, right? Like, what if you had a family sleepover the night before Christmas? all of you together. I just think that would be so fun. One of my fondest memories as a child is on Christmas Eve, my sister would let me come into her room and we would have a sleepover and we would wake up early and watch a Disney movie before my parents would allow us to actually get out of bed and go downstairs and open gifts. But it was so fun. And my kids do this occasionally, they'll have sleepovers together, but they always beg us to do sleepovers in our room. And part of me is always like, no, no, like, I don't want to start that trend. But I think I will genuinely regret not doing that with my kids because I think there's just something so fun about having a sleepover together. So I think we're going to do that this year. Okay, my next idea is family date nights. And if you've listened to the podcast at all, you've heard me talk about this. But this is a family tradition that I think every single family should participate in. And it's not only making time to go out as a family and do an activity together every single month, or you could do this every single week. But I also think it's really important to do date nights with your kids. And so having a one-on-one time with with um, a parent for a child is something that is so powerful. I can't remember like ever doing a date with just my dad. Um, you know, my mom and I were together a lot with my sister, but I don't really remember like my mom and I going and doing anything, just the two of us. And so we've made it a point to do that every other week. So we will have a family night on the off week that we don't have a kid's date and we will make um, homemade sourdough pizza and we'll watch a movie. And so that's our family tradition every other week with our own immediate family. And then we take our kids out every other week. On, the, on those off weeks. And so that is something that I think is just powerful. And our kids look forward to it. They ask for it. They are so disappointed when it doesn't happen when it normally does. So I think that this is something that your, your family will really benefit from as well. Okay, my next idea is a joy jar. So I actually got this idea from one of my previous podcast guests, she said that she did this. And I was like, what? I definitely want to do this. I have fallen out of the habit of this and I want to get back to it. But essentially you put a jar on your nightstand and each of your children's nightstands. And before they go to bed every night, you have them or you dictate or they dictate to you and you write it on a piece of paper, but they tell you something that they were grateful for that day like I said, if they're younger, you write it. If they're older, they write it. And they fold it up um, and they put it in their joy jar. And at the end of the week or at the end of the month, everybody brings their joy jars to the kitchen table and you read through everything that you were grateful for. And I'm telling you, it changed how I viewed things. I actually was like going out of my way to do things so that I could be excited about. And I was like, ooh, I want to have something really cool to write on my joy jar, something that brought me joy today. And so I would make sure that I went out of my way to do something that would bring me joy. So I think that it's really helpful to have this mindfulness practice as part of your family dynamic. And it just shows your kids how to have gratitude and, um, you know, really just position their mind to have a positive perspective. Okay, and my last idea for a family tradition is to have a compliment wall. And essentially, I I don't know where I first heard about this, and I have had this idea for so long, and I haven't implemented it yet, and mostly because I don't know where I would put it. But I'm going to share the idea with you anyways, but it's a compliment wall. So what you do is you choose a wall or a visible space in your home where you know that your family is going to see it on a regular basis. Then you set up a little station near this wall with colorful sticky notes, markers, or any kind of like decorative elements, stickers maybe, that you want um, your kids to be able to use. And then you're going to encourage participation. So let your family know what this wall is for. It's going to be a place to share kind words, appreciation, encouragement, compliments for the family. And it would be really cool if you had like a little section for each family member so that you could put their, um, you know, well wishes and compliments in that like little quadrant or corner. Um, And then you're going to periodically gather the family and read all the compliments on the wall. It's a time to celebrate each other. It's a time to reflect on um, the positive impact of our words. And then what I think would be really cool too is over time, when the wall gets full of compliments, take a picture Of all of those compliments on the wall, and then take them off to make space for new ones. So you end up having a digital archive of all of those kind words, but you're able to, again, really emphasize the importance of sharing positivity and kindness to your family. And that is something that is just so near and dear to my heart, because I want my family to be close. I want my kids to be best friends. And it really does take intentionality to teach our kids how to love one another, how to treat one another. And so I think that these traditions are a great start with that. Um, So I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. I hope that you take a few of these ideas and implement them. I also want to remind you I have a blog version of this podcast. So if you want to look back and refer to any of these ideas that I shared, um, there will be a blog transcription of this that'll make it so much easier for you to refer back to. So you can check the show notes for that. And if you know anybody that you think would enjoy this episode, I would Greatly appreciate you sharing it with them. And as a reminder, come find me over on Voxer and let me know which one of these do you think that you want to implement? And what is the biggest thing holding you back when it comes to really implementing any family tradition? Because I want to help you chat through that and I want to help you kind of get past any stuck points that you're having because I really do believe that family traditions have the power to cultivate that closeness that all of us, I think, are looking for. I hope that you enjoy this incredible holiday season, spending time with your family and enjoying a much needed break from work and from sessions and from all of the fall hustle. And I truly hope that you are able to slow down and really savor the moments in that closeness with your family. As always, Mama, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Organized Mom Photographer Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things, and life is about more than just surviving. To become a part of our free online community of like-minded, ambitious mom photographers, head over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. That's M-A-M-A-S. We would love to come alongside you and support you on your journey. If you found value in today's episode, I would love for you to take a minute and leave a review. Your review would mean so much to me and help more mamas just like you find this show. I'm seriously so proud of you for taking time out of your busy day to invest in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this, Mama. And until next time, remember to slow down and savor every moment of this beautiful journey called life.